0: Oh, there you go. You the melancholy sound, huh? <laughs> All right. Hey, you get lucky once in a while, right? Good evening. Welcome to the program. Did you hear that? My name is Jeff Hare. I'm glad you're with me tonight along with my producer, Russell Omar. <laughs> <laughs> i taking it easy today, Wednesday. Hey, I gotta tell you though, I'm feeling better. I think I've got over this flu and cough or whatever it is that's going around. It's, it nasty. It had me down for about a week right over Christmas and New Year's, right between I hit the Wednesday after Christmas and I was down all the way through New Year's and still battling a little bit. But uh, I do feel better. I stopped playing pickleball the last couple nights and so I'm hurting because of that because it took a you know, week or two off. And, but hey, what can you do, right? Anyway, hey, by the way, we do have a new sponsor tonight that we're proud to bring on. It's Head Sweats is the name, of the company. They are uh, great when it comes to sportswear. They have hats and uh, training gear. If you're into any kind of a sport at all, like uh, like I am pickleball or tennis, golf, uh, running, skateboarding, biking, anything of that nature, HeadSweats is for you. They have the WIC technology, so your sweat comes in and goes away from your body, and it's just kind of a cool deal. Check it out, HeadSweats.com. Now, let's talk tonight. I was looking around and thinking about something. I ran into a guy the other night who wants me to join his club. Now, I've always been a club guy, okay? when college, I was in a fraternity, and I was very proud of my fraternity activities. Uh, and have no regrets at all with that i enjoyed it very much and it's one of the things i miss actually i'm still friends with a lot of my fraternity brothers on facebook and that's a nice thing we can talk about the old times. so i did that and then uh as i got into my adulthood i belonged to three clubs okay i belonged to the eagles the moose and the Elks. so i think tonight i'll tell you about them a little bit here now as far as the eagles go what happened there was is uh, omar my producer a friend of his happened to become the head bartender at the eagles club and so omar says hey why don't we join the eagles we get cheap beer and they have parties and it's a fun time So all right i'm in went so up there and give them the twenty dollars and fill out the application fee and got in and, and uh, in fact it was that quick i walked in there so i want to join I said, here's a card fill this out your name your number and they asked a the question are you a member of the communist party i am not okay thank you twenty dollars okay and they give you a free beer and you're in that's it was hey, there's a new guy right over here and they said, yeah yeah that's about it you know it's kind of cool they had a real good uh sports clubs there they sponsored some teams they sponsored a bowling team and a pool team uh a bowling league i should say and a pool league not just a team but an actual league now the bowling league i belonged i was part of and i've told you about that many many times that i was the worst bowler on the worst team in the worst league in town i guess that would make me probably the worst bowler in town but it is something i can be proud of uh not many people can say that i would be the worst of the worst of the worst the pool league uh hey the nicest thing about the pool league was the end of the season banquet they gave you a steak dinner now i want to tell you right now you offer me a steak dinner i would go to the eagles lodge every thursday night in the winter time dead of the winter in the state of iowa which is what i did for all those all every thursday night to get that steak dinner it was good oh too and i want to tell you what that banquet they weren't just talking about just cheapy little steaks that you pick up at the grocery store these things are big old thick things that Oh, man, my mouth still waters thinking about them. They had baked potatoes and salad, a vegetable, just for being in this pool league. Now, the problem with the pool league was it became violent. I mean, people took their pool seriously out in Iowa. They did. They went crazy, and this thing got crazy one night. They had the cops called, and, and you know, it kind of ended the pool league. I mean, that was it. After it was over, they just said, no more. We're not doing this again. And I think what it was, the wives, because, you know, they didn't mind when the husband said, I'm going to go play pool with the boys at the, at, at the Eagles and we're in this league and everything's fine everyone thought okay no problem you're having a good time that's all important you go and have a few drinks and you play pool and you go home and everybody bring like a dish you know and you know i mean there's snacks and all that kind of stuff it was fun but when it turned into a big fight with the police and people getting arrested then the wife stepped in and said all right no we're not doing this anymore and most of the guys said the same thing no we're not doing it anymore so that kind of ended that now as far as Omar and I go, what happened there then is, uh, in fact, I'm going to have to tell you a story about the fighting sometime. That really was a big deal, and Omar and I were kind of in the middle of it in a perfunctionary uh, a manner. We really weren't involved, but we were involved, and I think we did more hiding than anything that night. But anyway, I'll tell you that story maybe in a week or so. That's a good story to tell. Anyway, maybe I'll bring Omar on, let him tell it. He was part of it too. But anyway, um, where was I? Okay, so Omar and I then, we decided, Omar's buddy, decided he was going to go to the moose and become the head bartender at the moose and it was a different side of town but it was all right so we went over there omar and i joined over there and we'd get him to get same deal you give him to 10 bucks or 20 bucks and they give you a little card and you hear look at this guy here he's new and you wave to the crowd everyone applauds and then you go back to watching tv potato chips and drinking your beer they also had uh a lot of stuff there, man. They had good food. They had dinners like on Friday night. They had a Sunday afternoon brunch or Sunday morning brunch that was really good and really reasonable. I think it was like five or six bucks, and you get eggs and pancakes and the whole thing, you know. And it was really, really good food. And uh I mean like one of them one of the head guys at the moose owned a restaurant. He was like just a phenomenal cook. The guy would come in there and just start slinging eggs in the morning. Like, holy Toledo. We'd have dances. I I disjockeyed a few dances for him, and I say a few because we had a dispute about pay. Uh, I thought I should get some, and they thought I shouldn't. A lot of said I should want to do it for free. I said, "Well, can I get a free drink or something?" I mean, you guys are coming, you're having fun, you're carrying on, you're hooting and hollering, and I'm working. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now, I disjockeyed a lot of dances at a lot of places, weddings, and and Cinco de Mayo, and uh, uh New Year's Eve, and all that. When you're disjockeying, that's a lot of work. It really is. People don't think so, but you really got to put things together and keep it going smooth and keep it all up. But anyway. So they said, well, we don't really have anything in the budget. Now I said, well, all due respect, I will come, I will support, I will pay the beer and all that stuff, but I'm not going to work. And I did, and we there was no hard feelings and no bitterness or anything. I mean, I think he just start throwing quarters in the jukebox and replace me with that, but <laughs> I wasn't asking for much. Hey, man, you, you know me 20 or 30 bucks just so you know that i'm actually working here maybe buy me a drink you know it's like well we don't have anything in the budget for that but can you do it we could have a nice crowd well yeah they're all having fun and i'm working but anyway it was good i have no complaints about anything the people were nice it was always a good time going in there and i think omar will tell you the same thing we had a blast in there uh basically what happens i met Kristen and moved across town and so suddenly when i lived at stately here manor i lived five minutes from the place so i'd get up on a sunday morning you know i'd be out partying all night and get up at you know eight nine in the morning drag myself in the car and drive it forward to the moose and eat breakfast you know and everything was fine right well when i was across town it was a lot harder to get in a car and drive 45 minutes to to the lodge to eat you know especially when you pass 20 restaurants that serve breakfast it's like man i'm hungry do i really gotta do go across town here you know and you would but but eventually, I yeah, just caused this just to kind of, kind of walk away. Um, and as I say, I have no regrets. Uh, they're great people, and I enjoyed it tremendously. But and in in time, then I moved to California. Now the Elks Lodge was huge. and It is right down the ocean, and I thought I'm just going to walk in there. I've always heard of the Elks. You know, I always kind of want to join them. I want to see what they're all about. As a moose, I was an eagle, might as well become an elk. So I walked in and I said, "Can I become an L member?" And they gave me an application form, and it's a little more detailed. A little, what you know, who are you, what you do for a living. They had a few more rules, and and not, and I mean rules, just common sense type rules. Not you know, you got to walk in a salute or anything like that. Nothing like that. It was you, you know, you had just you know, you had to treat yourself decent. You couldn't jump on the bar and act like a fool or do something. You know, they had a, a, you know a set protocols for handling things. which you would do in a situation in California with so many more people than what you'd have in Iowa. But it was good. I mean, they had food every night. They had a different dinner every night. and The food was incredible. I mean, you'd go in there for like prime rib one night or spaghetti dinners or taco Tuesdays. or There's always something. And if you're sitting around in your house and you're kind of hungry and you think, well, what do they got? And just chuck on what they got down the lodge that night. and You go down there and eat re- reasonable. It wasn't expensive. I mean, you could do like a prime rib dinner for like $15. So it was not bad at all. And you just, you know, go down and uh, they had a, saturday afternoon and i really liked it It was five dollars and you get a hamburger a drink and chips and a little dessert thing the ladies would make these dessert things and bring them out and it was all like five dollars and it was great i'd get saturday afternoon i'd be sitting around and you know watching football doing whatever go down the lodge and eat you know and and watch football down there now the reason that we left that i left that was really simple the lodge itself was right down the pacific ocean probably some of the most valuable property in the country if not the world i mean it's right there in just a gorgeous setting and there are developers and people who would like to own that property to make a lot more money the Oaks lodge moved in there many many years ago it's a beautiful clubhouse and all that but there's no parking and what they do is they have a very small parking lot and for the most part you have to park on the street and you have to pay the meters. Now they don't have the app thing down there where you just pay. You sit there and just pay it on the, your phone app and put in forty bucks or twenty bucks or whatever it is and sit there all day. You would have to get up every fifty-three minutes to fill the meter. It wasn't sixty. They made it deliberately fifty-three so to trip you up. And if you forget what time it is, you know you'd go in there and they would give you a little card. What time you write your time on it at the lodge because the lodge would tell you, hey man, parking's terrible here. Write your time you came in on this card. You'd get your you'd get up there and they'd have an exact. By the minute there, because what would happen is the police would con- continually patrol areas where they'd allow you to park. There we go. Let's fix that. Areas where they'd allow you to park, they would continually patrol that. If you were two minutes late or a minute late, you'd get a ticket, guaranteed. And they knew because they would follow it real close. And they would say, hey, there's a spot over there. We know that guy's not going to come out. And they would chase you. They would literally, you would be running to get to the parking spot as they're driving away with a ticket on your window. And You're only at 55 minutes. It's like, dang, I missed it by two minutes. And that's the problem. You know, you're sitting in a bar or a restaurant, and you're watching a ball game. You're eating chips and drinking beer and having a good time, BSing with people around you and having fun and doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you look up, and it's like, oh, boy, I got to go. And you race out to your car, and boom, you get a ticket. And as I say, they made it difficult because they didn't have a phone app or anything like that. And they did have a credit card thing on a lot of the meters. But, you know, if that, even that, you know, that's always kind of a hassle, too. You don't always know whether or not that's working or not. But the other thing with that, nobody carries change anymore. You know, I mean, you'd, I'd walk into the $5 bill and say, just give me quarters. I'm going to go hit the meter every, you know, 45 minutes make sure I'm there on time. But that became the problem. And, and a lot of the other problem was is because the area was in, sometimes you'd be parking six or eight blocks away just to go in to get a $5 hamburger. And suddenly this became an issue. And Kristen said to me one night, she said, hey, she goes, look, I have no problem in the world with you going down there and eating a $5 Hamburger on Saturday afternoon. She goes, "You get out of my hair. I can do what I want to do. I can clean the house, do whatever. I don't have to worry. You know, I can take. You know, you can get on there and have fun and do whatever, and just come back. You know, that's good." She says, "But I got a problem with a fifty-five dollar hamburger. It takes are fifty bucks." She goes, "I have a problem with the fifty-five dollar hamburger." She goes, "You're coming in all the time with these tickets you're getting," and she goes, "You know, you get on there every month and you get three tickets. That's one hundred fifty dollars a month. We're not going to do that." So I eventually had to drop out of the club and i'm not the only one the club goes through members all the time and it's the same reason in fact when i quit i got a phone call from the president of the club saying can we talk I said, sure we don't want you to quit I said, "Well, i don't want to quit fix the parking he says we're down with the city all the time but they're telling us not gonna do anything about it and he says it's just a big political mess that's it sounds like it but uh, so i quit now the reason am bringing this up probably a week or two ago well before christmas i went before i got sick so I was sitting at uh, a place that I like to hang out in a little brewery, you know, about a, two or three blocks from here that I found. And I'm just sitting in there one night and I'm BSing with this guy sitting next to me. And he is president of a club in a neighboring city, of an Elks Lodge in a neighboring city. And he said, he said, I'm a member of the Elks. And I said, really? I said, I really enjoyed it. I was at the Elks over here and I pointed out my reason. he laughed and said, you know, we get a lot of members from there that come join our club. And I said, well, why is that? He said, because of one reason. Why'd you quit parking? Said, exactly we hear the same thing and he said they know it elks international knows it everybody knows that there's a problem down there and he says just the way it goes he said and all these members quit and they join our lodge and he said i'd like you to come over and just check us out and he said well, i got one thing to tell you And i said what's that we got a big huge parking lot and it's free so come on down so <laughs> i'm gonna check it out here now i'm feeling better maybe in a week or two i'll go maybe silver a saturday afternoon have lunch and see what they're all about maybe do it i don't know I kind of like you know always having a place that i know i can go to and enjoy it it's always a lot of fun but anyway thanks for tuning in again head sweats check them out headsweats.com. your sports apparel needs you'll love it believe me it's good stuff this is jeff name of the program of course is did you hear that let me push my button get the music going. there we go we all listen to my like love listening to miles davis right at the end I just imagine sitting in a smoky bar and jazz playing in the over drinking Manhattan's. Maybe a little rain outside. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe I'm just over in life. I don't know. On behalf of my producer, the great Russ Solomar, my name is Jeff Hare. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back probably later this week with a story. Maybe I'll tell you about the fight over at the pool playing that night at the at the Eagles Lodge and Omar and I were in the middle of we shouldn't have been and uh we'll talk about that a little bit don't forget personal week coming up Sunday and thank you for tuning in have a good rest of your week this is Jeff